Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit national gambling support line 800-522-4700. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Thanks for joining us on Horse Racing Northwest as we're just about 10 days away from the 86th running of the Long Acres Mile here at Emerald Downs. That's scheduled for Sunday, August 15th, Mile Day the 15th. So hope you can make it out to the track for that. Also, of course, have the Emerald Distaff, which has been on our 25 previous Mile Days at Emerald Downs. And speaking of the Distaff and the Mile, we're going to have a guest on today's show, Vince, Chris Stensley, who could be involved in both races. Well, yeah, she's definitely got the favorite for the uh, 50,000 Emerald Distaff. That's the morning line guy talking right there, too. So listen yeah, to him. in Daffodil Suite. Although, you know, Princess of Cairo, who beat her last year in the Oaks, apparently is going to be back for that race. So, But yeah, Chris has a real nice horse there, Daffodil Suite, a four-year-old minister's wildcat filly who's double tough. And she nominated uh, Hard to Deny who's on a bit of a roll here in the allowance ranks for the uh, $100,000 Long Acres Miles. So we'll talk to Chris about those two horses and a lot more. Yeah, she nominated, as you mentioned, hard to deny, who just beat Unmatchable going a mile. And I think his hard to deny his record at a flat mile now, I believe, is three starts, two wins in a second. That is correct. Yeah. Although, going through some of the mile noms, Joe, we got a field just full of horses that... Uh, excel at the mile distance okay so yeah it's, it's gonna get, be fun well uh and people want to hear mile talk so we will get to that uh let's talk a little bit about this week at emerald downs racing thursday saturday and sunday thursday night at six which is uh today actually we're doing our podcast today and uh saturday at 6 30 we're gonna have the one thousand dollar horseshoe toss again saturday at the track uh, so that'll be on Saturdays and also Sunday at 2.30. Um, we do have a jackpot pick six carryover for Thursday night. It's over $16,000 now, so that's growing a little bit. Uh, 
Corgi Show, the ESPN2 Corgi Show is on Friday at 1 p.m. on ESPN2. Of course, we had Corgi Day a couple weeks ago, and we uh, produced a show for ESPN, the Ocho, which shows all these different sports, uh, offbeat sports, and different uh, athletic events. And Corgis are going to be part of ESPN, the Ocho. So Friday at 1 p.m., that'll be what august uh sixth sixth yeah. we had a little sneak peek at that joe and it looked kind of fun actually yeah august 6th thank you I'm a little bit off on my dates yeah so the corgis uh, put on a great show a couple sundays ago we're gonna have wiener dogs on the sunday after the mile but a lot of mile talk on today's show and we weren't with you last week uh we did have our Cy labar our ace editor producer he uh, was busy editing that Corgi show for ESPN2. So we are back today. Thank you for being patient. We're going to have trivia at the end. And we'll go a little bit back and forth with our data. Chris Stensley going to join us. Uh, and I want you to make sure you take a look at emeralddowns.com. Go to the news and notes. And Vince has got those updated. And boy... The whole meeting's right there in capsulized. Have you always gone down to one win for horses uh, well, about the last, the last couple of years? years okay. yeah. yeah, and for owners. It's and... all on there. Good job, man. Really. Yeah, I enjoy it. Well, you know, and it keeps me fresh as I watch the races each day, you know, to try to keep up on anything. Uh, people are poaching milestones and, you know, who's winning yep. this and that. And, you know, Bella's back. You know, this is a little side, four wins. And I'm getting to think, boy, you know, I wonder how many horses have got four wins. So there's quite a few. There's a horse running at Arizona Downs that has nine wins already this I year. Know. I know. I did look up that yeah. myself a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that, that's quite the year. So, um, yeah, Bella's back four for four at the meeting. Um, Papa's Golden Boy is one of those horses with three wins, as is Daffodil Sweet. So yes, they're, and they're both coming up to uh, well, August fifteenth, ten yeah. days away. So the Vince Gibson camp, uh, I'm sure, putting final preparations for that. You know, Papa ran pretty good in the mile last year. Actually, you know, went back and watched the race again, and uh, he set an awful fast pace, one oh eight and three you know, for six furlongs, but he didn't completely give up the ghost down the lane. He kept trying, was only beating about eight lengths. So I think maybe with that year under his belt, you know, he's a little better this year than he was last. So it's going to be interesting. Hey, he, any way you look at it, he is a beast of a racehorse this year, you know, and, and that's good data from his race last year that you're relating. Um, he also set unbelievable fractions. I mean, right from the get-go last year as a four-year-old, he was a special horse with speed. Uh, two wins right off the bat. Almost won the Budweiser as well at six and a half. And he had a win later in the meeting also. But uh, this year, he's just, he's more rateable. Yes, and that's he's, the difference. Uh, they say he's just a little bigger and stronger. Um, so he's, he's a man this year and he's running like, you it. know, Joe, we both noticed that too. We commented each yeah. other after his first out, boy, he looks like, a, he, he looks like a stakes horse now, doesn't he? No. He's filled out and he's, he's a, he's a, he's a nice specimen right now. Son of Harbor, the gold, Harbor, the gold has one long acres mile winner and that would be Noosa beach and Papa's golden boy 
going to try and add to that on Sunday, August 15th. Hey, how about uh, some of the top events from last week? Yes, uh, our weekly honors from week 11. The jockey getting his first Emerald Downs win on Little John was Edgar Velasco. That was an exciting, exciting run. I think John Lindley keeping track you guys were pointing out john how many winners did he pick last uh eight for ten eight for ten including little john who got yeah. edgar, Gal- edgar belasco the jockey of the week trainer k cooper boy uh k was sending out uh all kinds of winners last week feature race mm. winners um and uh i know miss the boat had another big win uh owner code four stable their lady campbell is on quite a roll joe you pointed out uh she's four for four at six and a half furlongs which Damn, is you already uh, took two of my back and forth oh deals. shoot sorry about that but uh, that's okay yeah lady campbell is uh tremendous how about the speed she shows at six and a half i mean uh tom wenzel and let's see who rode her it was uh eddie martinez just go out to the front and there was other speed in there like stay in grace who's awful tough up front but uh at yeah. six and a half, she just keeps going undefeated. Four well, we four. talk a mile is kind of a specialized distance. So I think the same goes for six yeah. and a half. It's a, it's, there's a big difference between six and six and a half. And then our Wabred of the week, uh, Nation Heart, bred by Rick and Debbie Paps. Boy, that horse is a real nice three-year-old this year in the, again, in the K Cooper barn, um, uh, Son of Nationhood and uh, out of Brown, who's about had out about of Brown, who has a million winners, seven or eight Emerald Downs winners, yeah, some and big total. Nation Heart now with a couple of wins, so there's our winners from last week. Okay, and uh, the jockey race uh, was tied going into I believe last week, but Alex it's, Cruz is in front now. Yeah, he had seven wins. He's back on wow. his game, but it's it's tied. Alex with forty nine, Julian Couton forty four. I believe he's six away from a thousand now, and Juan Gutierrez right there with forty three. Yeah, one, uh, um, uh, just having a great run at a mile in one-mile races. He has just been going great guns there. So that's a look at last week. Again, a three-day race week this week. Pick six uh, jackpot carryover for Thursday night. Um, we got the Corgi show on Friday. And uh, the weights close for the Long Acres Mile uh, this weekend. Uh, I believe tomorrow, Joe, mm-hmm. on August 6th. So we will try to have that on the website tomorrow afternoon at some time. And then uh, the draw is on Wednesday, August 11th. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the mile field as we know it right now. We do know, as far as ship-ins, that background is here. He is up at Pegasus Training Center in Redmond, where Mike Puich is the farm trainer. And he is going to come down to Emerald Downs next week. He's owned by Bob Rondo. And how about the fact that Rocco Bowen's coming back to Emerald Downs to ride background? Three-time Emerald Downs riding champ, Rocco Bowen, having a bang-up year at uh, Arlington Park. And, you know, background uh, of all the nominees uh, is second in earnings in 2021. Wow, uh, with, that's great. Uh, uh, what was it, 150000 or something? I can't remember right now. But he's second in earnings. Only uh, Stiletto Boy has earned more money in 2021 than background. He won a couple of nice races at Oaklawn. Those are like stakes races. Yeah. yeah. I think at 88,000 and 105,000. Yeah. And just missed in an Arlington stake, 100 grand. Oh, that was there. a heartbreaker. Yeah. So, background by Kozan, a Florida bred four year old, going very well. In fact, he was a pretty good three year old last year. Uh, he did come to Emerald Downs last, uh, late last summer, possibly to run in the Derby or Mile. But when he got here, 
Uh, he was just a little worn out from his campaign. Mike Puich decided to give him some time off, and uh, it worked out well. He's had a really good four-year-old year. So background is in town. Um, any port in a storm, really good indications that he'll be shipping up from California, Vince. Yeah, he worked six furlongs in 15 and four at Del Mar last Sunday and uh, owned by Peter Redekop from Vancouver, won last year with another twist of fate. Any port in a storm, our 2019 Emerald Downs horse of the meeting, lost a heartbreaker oh. that year to uh, law-abiding citizen, the race you called in the mile, uh, but that was a great stretch run between law-abiding citizen, any port in a storm, and restrained vengeance was right there as well, but any port in a storm fits well. Course of the meeting in 2019, uh, you know, he ran such a huge race in the mile. He went to the front. He's got great speed. He's mostly been a sprinter. But when law-abiding citizen came to him about the three sixteenths poll, he had a he had a response. He said, "I'm not done yet." And it took, you know, it was basically a head bob finish, with law-abiding citizen getting it, restrained vengeance coming up in third. So uh, any port in a storm looks to be back, and we believe the jockey will be Juan Gutierrez. Perfect fit. Juan won last year for Redicop on another twist of fate, three-time Long Acres Mile winning rider. Juan Gutierrez, and as you pointed out, Joe, riding exceptionally well this year, especially in a mile. Yeah, and five-star general who was second to another twist of fate last year and has won up at Hastings this year for owner Glenn Todd, trainer Glenn Todd. Uh, he is He has been at Emerald Downs, and he's pointed to the mile. Yeah, in fact, uh, my office here on the sixth floor, Kenny Perry, one of the clockers, said, come on down here, five-star general is working. That was this morning, worked five furlongs and a bullet 58 and three, looked is pretty that... good to me. So wow. uh, he appears to be coming up just fine to the mile. That is great. Yeah, Glenn Todd, an easy guy to root for as well. Uh, just a very important man in Northwest racing. Of course, he wanted to win the mile his whole life, and he got a mile victory with Taylor Said back in 2012. And he is, uh, again, a runner-up last year with this horse, five-star general. Forest Fire is in town for owner John Parker in the barn of Candy Kreiderman. Back, or he's in from the east. Forest Fire, very accomplished horse, made over $374,000. Won several restricted stakes back at Parks. He is a Pennsylvania bred, four for seven of the mile distance. I believe 10 for 28 overall. Claim last out. And by John Parker, who, of course, won the 2017 mile with Gold Rush Dancer. Yeah, Forest Fire's made nearly $400,000, so there's another one. Now, Majestic Eagle, uh, that is not a, a firm commitment yet, but owner part owner John Lindley, along with Ray Morton, uh, they are leaning toward coming. Uh, just a couple of details need to be worked out there. Uh and John Lindley, of course, uh, the author of Parker's, he joins me on Sunday for handicapping. The aforementioned John Lindley, who picked eight winners in 10 races on his Parker's sheet last Sunday. He is a speed handicapper, but he knows there's going to be a lot of speed in this mile. And uh, that's one reason he was thinking Majestic Eagle can lay fairly close and finish. From the barn of Hall of Fame trainer mm -hmm. Neil Drysdale, who we all know with horses like AP Indy and War Chant and Fusaishi Pegasus. Majestic Eagle would be a wild card in the race, Joe. Uh, only three starts on dirt, did not hit the board in any of those. But as you say, on class, certainly fits a graded stakes winner coming off a nice second in the wicker on turf at Del Mar, and he would be running into a hot pace. So let's hope Majestic Eagle makes it up. Yeah, uh, turf horse, but uh, 
John, uh, his dirt races early in his career, John is, uh, he says you can make a little a bit of excuse for those. I, I'm, I don't think he's going to be uh, a big problem on dirt. Uh, Mark Glatt nominated a couple, Bold Endeavor, a five-year-old, and Zestful, a six-year-old. Uh, not firm indication on them quite as of yet. Uh, same thing with Doug O'Neill's nominee, Parsimony. Uh, you know, hey, the weights come out, and yep. there there is going to be a flight from Southern Cal later there next is. week. There is, and and when Mark Glatt won with Law Biden Citizen in 2019, he I believe worked like uh, five days before the race and made his decision then to send Law Biden Citizen up. So Mark uh, from Auburn, Washington, yes. originally. Uh, both those horses, uh, Bold Endeavor and Zestful, fit nicely in the race should they come. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was a late decision for Glatt in 2019, and he won the race with Law Biden Citizen. And uh, let's see, Doug O'Neill has Pars that Parsimony, that mm -hmm. is at a, only two for 29 lifetime, has made a lot of money, though. Uh, won the Curlin Stakes in Dubai. Graded stakes placed twice, including a second in the uh, Grade 2 Suburban. So on class... Owned by Redham Racing, who, of course, uh, won the Kentucky Derby twice uh, with I'll Have Another and Nyquist. And Doug won the mile with, uh, in 2003 with uh, Skyjack, Skyjack, who yeah. was at that time set the state record. So Doug knows what a mile horse is. And Parsimony, again, would be another horse that would fit nice. The only gray nominated mm. this year's mile. Okay. Uh, and then a couple from Canada that uh, uh, trainers are waiting to see the weights explode in the barn of Robbie Van Overshot. Uh, just uh, raced in, in uh, Century Mile. And Canadian graded winner. Yeah. Explode. Yeah. Outstanding young horse. And also from up there. Sir Bregovic. Sir Bregovic. Who is four for four in sprints this year at Hastings Racecourse. Yeah. And add more speed to a hot pace. So those are a little bit unknown, as is Stiletto Boy, who nominated from the barn of Ed Moger, a horse that just won the Iowa Derby, a three-year-old. He's made a quarter of a million dollars this year. Yeah, uh, apparently acquired pri in a private sale since his last race, currently training in Del Mar. I did notice, though, he worked on the turf at Del Mar mm. a couple days ago, so okay. perhaps that's the route they're headed. And they do run three-year-old stakes program on the turf at Del Mar, so he might be going that way, I would think. Yeah, now that's just a really up-and-coming horse, fairly lightly raced, and he broke his maiden, I think, three back, and then won the Iowa Derby last time out. So At 16-1 to one with Irad Ortiz up. Now, no, how do you get that? So. No kidding. Uh, his career on a big upswing, stiletto boy. All right, so uh, any port in a storm, background, five-star general, forest fire, uh, Papa's golden boy, unmatchable we're counting on those and there's several other possibilities uh you know i think it's going to be at least 10 in the race vince could be 12 even depending on uh you know any adjustments yep it's in the flux right now but as we sit here uh 10 days out from the race it looks pretty promising joe yeah other nominees include uh coastal kid uh wind ribbon real foot muncie so a total and of... And we mentioned Hard to Deny. Hard to Deny. Yeah, Chris Densley training. Aiden's Dream, who's been a pretty sharp front runner this year here at Emerald Dam. He has run some big races, Aiden's Dream. So a total of what, 19 nominations? 20 nominations 20 nominations. And then in the distaff, we went over a little bit. It looks like Daffodil Sweet and um, Princess of Cairo would probably be the top two contenders right now for that race. 
Yes, uh, Princess of Cairo uh, defeating, handing Daffodil Sweet her only loss last year in the Washington Oaks. So that is a good matchup. And uh, Mike Puich has brought in Compelling Smile, who's coming off a win in the Midwest. And then our good friend Ron Bowman, uh, they nominated their three-year-old Ms. Lynn. It sounds like they might be going in the race, Joe. And that's not a bad idea. Boy, she really ran big in, in that uh, most recent race, the Kent. Uh, she was third, but uh, it, was a, it was an inside-type day at Emerald Downs, inside in speed, and she was wide on the outside, and she was roaring down the stretch. So she's having a daughter of, uh, uh, let's see, she's out of a Harbor of the Gold Mare. Point to Harbor is her dam. Point uh, to Harbor is Lynchpin, I believe. Lynchpin, yeah. yeah. And then some others nominated Squan's Kingdom, who's been hitting hard in the uh, allowance and stakes ranks for Phillies and Mares this year. Killarney Last, stakes winner here at Emerald Downs. Mm. Galalita, a four-year-old filly we just saw come in from the East Coast and uh, win a nice uh, race here last week, also nominated. And getting sideways for Dan Marco. Very good. The Distaff and the Mile. Mile Day, Sunday, August 15th. Be here at Emerald Downs. Uh, very much looking forward to the big race this year. And we have a super dynamo on the local contingent of Papa's Golden Boy, uh, certainly the front runner for Horse of the Meeting at this point, being three for three with two stakes wins. And he. And Daffodil Sweet could have a say on that too. Oh, sure. I'm just saying he's the front runner. At yeah, you bet. If we held voting right now, I, I could not disagree. So uh, there's some miles info that we have. Again, uh, nominations are, are in the weights this weekend. Entry day is next Wednesday at the Quarter Shoot Cafe. Uh, we will enter for the 86th Long Acres Mile on Wednesday. And looking forward to all the what goes along with that. So uh, we're going to take a short break. And uh, while we go into break, let's hear from trainer Chris Stensley's top horse in the barn. We'll be right back on Horse Racing Northwest. Daffodil Sweet comes to the top of the lane in front by a length. Squan's Kingdom is chasing as they come off the turn and run for home. Don't kiss until still in the search. But Daffodil Sweet's running a big one tonight. And Daffodil Sweet's opened up by three in the final 16th. Daffodil Sweet on the lead with getting sideways the inside. But Daffodil Sweet puts him away two and a half. Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code SPORTOFKINGS when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit national gambling support line 800-522-4700. And our special guest this week on Horse Racing Northwest is trainer Chris Stensley. 
Vince, we've uh, tried to get Chris on here for a little bit, and we've got her today. Welcome, Chris, to the studio. Thank you. And uh, hey, Chris is uh, having a good season. She's got some really live horses in her barn, and uh, we got some stuff to talk about regarding Mile Week with her. But let's uh, let's just go back a little bit now that we've got Chris here in a relaxed atmosphere. All her deadlines are out for the for a few hours. <laughs> Chris, uh, your mom, Elena Goff, she had a really fine career in this sport as a, both a jockey and a trainer. So. Uh, you were observing racing from a young age, it seems. A very young age. And actually, it even started in California. She worked at a, a quarter horse ranch there, and she would exercise quarter horses down there. And that's where I first um, would gallop her pony horse and uh, with the exercise saddle and stuff. And I was about seven. Well, <laughs> and, you know, you could probably see your mom's aptitude and just being around horses uh, uh they're they're kind of majestic and and some of them you make friends with right away uh did you ever want to follow in your mom's footsteps and be a jockey um actually i didn't because i watched her diet oh. and uh that that affected the whole family quite a bit you know her dieting program and uh i like to eat so i decided that i'm I love to go fast, but, you know, I rode in a couple of training races at Long Acres. That was fun for me. I love working the horses. I love going fast, but I don't know, for whatever reason, never really had a desire to be a jockey after watching her diet. Vince, I think it was that food thing. Yes. Well, that I can understand. <laughs> I like to eat too. And I always admire the jockeys for their discipline and in that regard. It's, it's something that behind the scenes a lot of people don't see, but that is a real struggle. Yeah, and uh, Elena Goff, Chris's mother, uh, you know, had a good career as a jockey and quite a successful career as a trainer, Long Acres, Yakima, Emerald Downs in our early years. Uh, what is the thing or two you picked up from your mom that, you know, you pr might use to this day that you think is uh, something good to in, in dealing with horses? My mom always, you know, treated the horses. The horses always came first, you know, whatever... If they were sore, she would back off. You know, if if they weren't performing well, she would try to figure out why or find them a new career. Um, it was always the horse first, you know, and then she would try to deal with the owner. You know, this this is what's going on. This is what we need to do. And I just always really respected that in her that, that no matter what, um, the horse came first, so. Did you work for her at the racetrack, or what other trainers did you work for before you were on your own? Um, I galloped a lot for Charlie Gibson um, at, at Long Acres. Um, galloped for quite a few different people, uh, Sue and Aubrey Villiard, uh, Margot Lloyd. You know, um, I did gallop for my mom. I also groomed for her for a while. I did a little bit of everything. I ponied a lot. Hmm. Um, so just just... Kind of, you know, I just love being around the horses and love riding. And I even really enjoy grooming. It's, you know, it, you kind of learn to be intimate with the horses. You learn one-on-one -on -one their personalities, their likes and their dislikes. And, and they're all different. Yeah. So I really and like uh, Vince, one specific on that, just a couple of years ago, El Huerfano. Uh, Craig Perenboom brought that horse up mm -hmm. to run in the mile. And uh, 
And you said when he first got there, you know, oh boy, this is something different. But boy, by the by the end, I remember Chris said, "Boy, I'm going to shed a tear when this horse leaves because I've really kind of bonded with him." So there, there's an example there of right. of you, you know, turning a horse around in, into your favor. Yeah, he he was pretty standoffish, um, wasn't real friendly, you know, to people, and got to be a big ham in the barn, you know, and. And I just, I really, really enjoyed that horse. Yeah. Well, uh, your your expertise brought that around, I'm sure. Well, we'll talk about a couple of Chris's big horses more specifically here in a few moments. But I think you've got like 275 wins here, 17 stakes wins. Always one of the top percentage trainers. I did a little research. Your first win was a horse called Science Fiction. Is yep. that correct? At <laughs> uh, Yakima Meadows. What do you remember about him? Um, I remember he was at a farm. I don't remember what farm, but the owner hadn't been paying the bills and, um, they wanted $250 for him. So I bought him and I remember he had terrible feet and he was real thin. And of course I fell in love with him and he just became my project. And that's just where it all started. You know, I just bonded with him, won quite a few races with him. I don't remember how many. But I remember one time um, he was in a route race and Gary Bays was on him and he was on the lead. He, was, he had enough speed going around. So he's on the lead and about the three eighths pole, the other horses just kind of go by him and he's laying forth. I'm going, oh, geez. <laughs> and he comes back and wins. Wow. And I says, Gary, God, don't, don't do that. You know, <laughs> you're killing me. And he says, never let him see you sweat. And I just, I'll never forget that. That was so funny. <laughs> he won a few races in various different forms, did Gary Bays. You bet. And that was a typical Gary type thing. He right. would, uh, he had a lot of poise on the racetrack and yes, would do things other jockeys would not do and would come out ahead. Yep. Yep. Well, Chris, uh, yeah, science fiction goes back and we'll talk about some current horses as Vince said. Uh, uh, Jody Peets has been associated with your barn for quite a while now. You mm -hmm. guys have had, it seems like a really good relationship. Uh, she seems to love the animal, all animals. And uh, yeah. so I'm sure she appreciates that with you. Was there an interview process for you to become her trainer or how'd that work? Um, not really. Um, she was with um, Alan Hawksbergen, ended up buying a horse from him. Um, when he passed away mm. right before that he said you know chris stensley should be your trainer i galloped for him for quite a few years uh really respected him he was a good a good man and a good trainer and so she just kind of handed the reins over to me and and then that's where it all began that's great and geez uh jody is uh you know very very prominent in the in the game in our state um and I know in the wintertime, she spends a lot of mornings. Is she getting away or does she help? <laughs> no, she helps a lot. She really does. She's got to say that. Yeah, I have to say that. <laughs> no, she's very hands-on. She likes to groom. She likes to brush. She likes to get on at least one a year. You know, the, probably the best baby um, when we're breaking. She likes to sit on him, ride him around the arena with somebody leading. And uh, But no, she, she's a big help. She, she's always there to, to lend a hand. Well, listen to some of the horses Jody and Chris have had. Hollywood Harbor, yeah. who's what, is still a world record holder at mm -hmm. five and a half furlongs. Yeah. OB Harbor, who's our 2016 horse of the meeting and uh, finished third in a very fast mile. 
I think it was a fastest mile in history, wasn't it? 132.90. Yeah. Fastest in state history. And then we we'll talk about Daffodil Sweet and the Distap, but you guys have had great success in that race with mm-hmm. uh, perhaps a pie at 20 to 1 and then uh, no talking back a couple years ago. So it's my- uh, the relationship has worked great for both you mm-hmm. and Jody, I would say. And talk to my lawyer. And talk to well, my Gottstein. lawyer, a Gottstein winner. Yeah. Yes, Beat right. The boys. And yeah. Jody actually won the Distaff uh, several years back with Infernal Magoon. Mm-hmm. So, boy, uh, mm-hmm. you, you have a really good history there. And, yeah, yeah some really good horses. Uh, um, certainly, uh, Jody makes a commitment financially. And uh, um, Chris is really good to deal with, except for that one year about three years ago. She said, I'm not talking to the press this year. <laughs> but she said it with a smile on her face. So how could you get mad at her? You know? Well, we get that I'm just occasionally. Staying, I'm staying incognito this year, she said. I'm just staying away. So just, you know, find find all those other people that you can get. Well, you know, it's true, though. In the life of a trainer, there's about 100 things they have to take care of every day yeah. without the press on top of it. So I imagine we can get on their nerves every now and then. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Boy, uh, O.B. Harbor, he was a pretty special horse, wasn't he? Yeah. He was... He was uh, I mean, he was always fast, but boy, he really put it together there as a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something yeah. else. He, was, he, just, he just really blossomed that year. And, and as a two-year-old, he was just kind of gangly, um, got real body sore off and on. So I didn't... I don't remember how many times I started, maybe once or twice. And same with the three-year-old, still kind of growing, still um, hadn't really come, you know, into himself. Again, was body sore a lot off and on, didn't get a lot of races into him. And then in four, he just he just blossomed and said, here I am. So That's yeah. great. And, you know, uh, a jockey that uh, Chris and Jody have employed, uh, Chris and a lot of her horses, uh, Rocco Bowen, who won three straight titles at Emerald Downs. He's coming back to ride the mile, mm-hmm. as we might have said earlier. Uh, and he's going to ride background for owner Bob Rondo and trainer Mike Puich. And shoot, uh, you've had plenty of winter circles with Rocco over the years, Chris. Yes, I have. He is, he's a... He's an excellent rider. Um, he's very quiet on a horse. He's very patient. He seems to know, you know, when he has enough horse to make a move, when to make a move. Um, very confident when he's riding, even if he's, you know, he, he doesn't really look at the toe board or his odds. He just, he knows the horse and, and just tries hard every time. And that's what I always liked about him. Yeah. So Rocco riding... Uh, background in the 86th Long Acres Mile. Well, let's talk about some current horses, Vince. Uh, yeah. Daffodil Sweet uh, started off the year with an allowance win, and then she had that gate issue in the uh, le- uh, the Hastings. Mm-hmm. What happened there, Chris? She just, you know, I don't know. She seemed to be coming into the race really good. Uh, maybe I had her a little bit too sharp. Um, she She was a little bit agitated in the gate, kind of tried to sit down. Um, she wasn't quite ready when the gate broke and just kind of hopped out, got some dirt in her face, wasn't happy with it. And Juan said she just didn't pick up the bridle that day after that. She was kind of pouting. So, yeah. and she came back to the barn. Um, she was very frustrated. She was stomping her feet. You know, she was unhappy with herself, was real moody for about a week, and then just kind of 
left it at that and moved forward and haven't had an issue since. But That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it really is, yeah. And then uh, to bounce back like she has in the Washington State Legislature stakes and then in an uh, allowance win, too. Uh, she seems to be right on top of her game coming into the Emerald Distaff in 10 days. Yeah, she seems to, to me, she seems to be improving um, each start this year, mm -hmm. you know, despite the the one bad race, but um, really training well. Even Juan said she's more confident, wants to lay closer this year, doesn't need the lead as he found yeah. out, which I didn't think she did because she's real rateable. She's mm. pretty kind, um, but she is more aggressive this year about, you know, about training much more into the bridle and, uh, and yeah, I think, I think she's ready for a good race. Boy, and that ability, Joe, for, uh, Daffodil Sweet to sit off the pace now oh. like she has the last couple really Huge. makes her a, a tough horse for anyone to deal with. Exactly. Yeah. No, the, there's just options with her. And as Chris said, she thought she would probably do that. But until they do and do it successfully, you you're, you're not sure. Right. But, you know, the legislators just had to be a great day for you guys because, you know, you, you didn't win the Hastings, your first older horse stakes race. Oh, boy, maybe we're just a good three-year-old. I don't know what people are thinking. And maybe I'm a happy cat's too fast for you. Who knows? But uh, you just kick their butt in that legislators. Right. <laughs> and, and her ability at two turns. You're confident yeah, right. on that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Last year, I think, um, when Princess of Cairo beat her, you know, Juan wasn't real confident in her ability to route. Nobody really knew she hadn't, she hadn't been tested at all. Um, maybe tried to save a little too much horse, maybe fought with her. I don't know if the outcome would have been different, you know, mm -hmm. um, but to get a mile test this year already, you yeah. know, that, that was a real confidence booster for Daffodil and for Juan, you know, cause he's got a lot more confidence in her now that yes, she can go two turns and, and, you know, do it well so do you have you been getting on her a lot in the mornings mostly clark jones gets on okay. her yeah yeah so uh early last year going back a little bit but mm -hmm. uh were you pretty happy with her progress i mean she was just sensational in yeah. her first year of racing were you ready for a win first time out with her yes Okay. Yeah. Not many people were. She, I think she paid like That's, $35 yeah, right. and went pretty easy. So right. that was impressive. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So Daffodil Sweet, uh, Vince makes the morning line. And of course, she's certainly going to be one of the favorites. Yeah. And it's interesting. Princess of Cairo's, uh, looks she's like back. she'll be back this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and she uh, had a really fast work not long ago. Right. Too, and, so uh, I respect her a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and, but you did prove you could route. You, but in fact, both the Daffodil Suites routes have been pretty good. She mm -hmm. ran fine last year and right. against Princess of Cairo. I mean, there was a long gap back to third. The time was fast. And then the, the mile allowance went. I mean, she's just uh, looks like there's anything she can do right now. Um, after this race, what would you do going forward? Any idea? Not really. Yeah. Not really. Sometimes they put up, a, you know, an overnight stake at the end of the year. Um, Jody really doesn't want to send her to California. Yeah. So she's keeping her options open. She knows she's got a couple of things maybe in the back of her mind. Um, so I'm not sure. Not sure. Well, we don't want to get ahead either. She's still got right. a race to run. See? And I want to jinx her, right? <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> a big one. And then uh, the Long Acres Mile, the nominations are out. And you've got a nice five-year-old that's really improving called Hard to Deny. You're chatting with me and Joe. It sounds like you 
might look at the race a little bit, but probably leaning against it, huh? Yeah, um, he's he's really coming into himself right now, too. Um, I know he's a better route horse. There's a lot of trouble getting into good route races mm -hmm. um, to, that that fell. I really don't want to boost his, I mean, uh, you know, burst his bubble right now. He's very confident. Uh, he's running very well. I'm unsure that he can be competitive against this quality. Um, and, and again, I don't want to um, put him in something over his head. Yeah. Yeah. But he is a very nice horse. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he's... Well, he almost beat Unmatchable last year. And right. Unmatchable right. was really a good three-year-old right. winning, beating older horses. And then uh, he beat Unmatchable recently here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that that's good stuff. I, I know a lot of people are probably going to like Unmatchable to hit the board in the mile at least because of all the speed in the race. Right. So... Right. It's, it's not completely out of the question, but um, leaning against it at this point. Well, yeah, you, uh, you know, of course, it's a um, secretive entry. It's a private right. entry in all the races, but uh, most of those jock agents know who's running in these right. races. So <laughs> you can, you know, get a good idea who's uh, in and who isn't. And, you know, things can change at the yeah. last minute. So right. you have nominated, you hard nominate, to deny. You keep your options open. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh Chris Densley looking for her first Long Acres Mile win. She's uh, had some competitive runners in there the last few years. Um, and maybe this year, maybe not, but uh, certainly a lot to look forward to. Um, how about uh, any young horses coming up this year? Um, I have one in Sunday okay. that I really like. Good. And uh, very competitive field in there. It is. So it's very competitive. It's outstanding. I yes. really struggle with a morning line there, and I might be completely wrong, but I think there's only like four points separating the whole field. Right. It's really tough. And and I was I've been very excited about this horse all year. Um, he's got a lot of ability, but then you look at the works; it's very very competitive. Yeah. So this will be a good test to see what I have. Um, he's he gets. He's very hyper and he gets agitated easy. Drawing the one hole was not, you know, ideal. a good thing for him. Was not ideal, um, and you know, he's 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 kind of fragile mentally. So, will he be able to handle all of this racing pressure? I don't know. So it it'll be a good test. And I forgot the name of the His horse. His name right. is Check uh, the Gear. Yeah, Check yeah. the Gear. Check the yeah. Gear by Coast Guard right. out of Great Mom, who's by Pioneer of the Nile. Who has produced uh, at least. I think two stakes winners already. Oh, really? Great mom, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. And yeah, you. The, this great nation is that. Yeah, this yeah, great nation yeah. was one of them, and um, I forget the other. I looked it up. Purchased uh, the horse at the uh, summer sale mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, okay, great gear or check the gear in the third on Sunday. Yeah. And the mile coming up. A week from distaff, Sunday. Next week and. Chris uh, has already won, as we said, the distaff a couple of times. So, uh, no. The elusive no... mile, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That is great. Uh, good luck to you uh, the rest of the season and a big week next week. And who knows? Uh, maybe check the gear. Could be in a Washington Cup down the road for you as well. I hope so. Yeah. Chris Stensley, thank you for coming in and being part of Horse Racing Northwest. Thank you. Thank very you, much. Chris. Yep. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment.
The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest continues. Thanks very much to trainer Chris Stensley. He's got a long history in the game for such a young face, Vince. Sure does. You can see she's uh, quite an eloquent, eloquent speaker, and she is really hands-on. Yeah. Really interesting how she talks about the horses individuals. And, boy, we see her out there a lot on horseback in the morning, too. Vince Brune doing that... Uh, Great job on the news and notes at emeralddowns.com. Make sure you go to that page at least once a week. And you will be coming back every week. And also, uh, hey, we're going to have a poll that you'll be able to vote in uh, at the website, emeralddowns.com, on Twitter, and I think on Facebook as well. Uh, keep an eye out for that. The best horse in the first 25 years in Emerald Downs history. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to announce the winner on Mile Day. A couple horses come to mind, of course, for many of us. So uh, we're putting that thing together. I think it's going to be on the ballot. Uh, Noosa Beach, Striker PhD, and Stop Shopping Debbie. And then anybody that you'd like to write in as well. So there's a lot of good horses not on the, among those three, but uh, they were awful good too. So keep an eye out for that. Best horse in 25 years in Emerald Downs history. Uh, selections, you know, I am going to go with Gentle Prince on Thursday. He's in the fourth race. It's a sprint for older horses. He's going route to sprint. For trainer Candy Kreiderman, excuse me, for trainer Valentin Garcia. And, you know, he did win going route to sprint here last year. He's had a good career. He's got a really good record at this track. He just uh, tried to, to go early last time out going a flat mile, and he did fade a little bit. But uh, he is a capable horse. He's dropping to 2,500. Jose Zanino aboard Gentle Prince in the fourth race, 7 to 2 on the Vince brune morning line saturday at the track vince that akasi is back for trainer david martinez she was pretty darn impressive in the angie c in her career debut on july 18th right and what what i say i usually like to see in a in a two-year-old especially a first timer is either a little bit of speed or a little <laughs> bit of clothes well with with her you saw both on both and uh i'm not sure she's shy about there on the about the quarter pole, but I thought she was going to finish last, and, and lo and behold, she kicked in and ran a real nice second there. So she's out of a good dam. She's bred to be a good horse, And uh, but I will say that race is not a kick in the pants for her on Saturday. I, she's going to be favored, but there you can make a case for several. Yeah, that that's a good race. It's a maiden special weight, the third race on Saturday at five furlongs, and as Vince described that, she did have the one hole in the NGC. She showed some speed out of the gate. She was right there vying for the early lead, and then it got a little crowded, and she dropped well back, but she was really running at the finish. Yeah, she got up for second oh, after yeah. all that, and uh, it was quite a run. So, uh, 
finishing second to Slack Tide, who mm-hmm. was the winner that day. So Akasi into the maiden ranks on Saturday. Yeah, there's a first-time starter from the K. Cooper barn in there by the name of Coron, K-O-R-O-N, by Nationhood out of Muchas Coronas. Muchas Coronas has produced Cascade Dancer, who's two for three, and La Una, La Una who's two yeah. for four in stakes place. And, and that uh, that connections with K. Cooper and uh, Rick and Debbie Pabst, uh, <laughs> seeing a lot of good runners coming out of there, yeah. certainly over the last couple of decades, and a lot this year. Okay. Uh, so, let's throw out some data here as we go back and forth. Uh, Juan Gutierrez, who's won three Long Acres miles, the most of anybody at Emerald Downs. We've got a lot of two-time mile winners, but Juan has won three after last year. He's also on a pretty good run. Um, nine for 23, that's about 40%. That's what he is in his last 23 starts at a flat mile, plus six seconds. So Juan, uh, you got him on a two-turn horse, you've got a really good chance. Yeah, I like that. And uh, we heard Chris Stensley talk about science fiction, who the gilding who gave her first career win. So I looked at the history of this horse, Joe, and it is quite a history. Hmm. Uh, Fold in 1991, science fiction, a gilding by staff writer out of Star Jasmine by Pia Star, bred by Rick and Debbie Paps, who we just talked about. This thing was a Northwest warrior. Listen to the tracks science fiction won at in the uh, northern part of the U.S. Yakima Meadows, Portland Meadows, Emerald Downs, Salem, Sundowns, Grant Pass, Ferndale, and Wyoming Downs. Also... I believe this horse had the distinction of being the first ever mount in America or in the United States for Victor Espinoza at Golden Gate Fields in 1993 while trained by Junior Coffee. Now, why would you say that? Because I he began riding there. I looked it up mm-hmm. in December of 1993, and this horse ran on December 1st, 1993 with Victor Espinoza up for Junior well, Coffee. There you go. That's, uh... So I'm pretty sure that was the case. In any event, science fiction with quite a career. Yeah. Chris Densley... Uh... Had some good things to say about him, science fiction. John Lindley of Parker's, and again, you can get that tip sheet for just two bucks here at Emerald Downs at Program Stands Customer Service Centers. He was eight for 10 on Sunday. Nobody's ever swept the card here, uh, but uh, he hit eight of his first nine. And I also sent him the PPs for Monday's Manitoba Derby at Century Mile. Uh, it was like a 13-horse field. There was all kinds of angles in there, including a huge favorite that was shipping in from Indiana Grand, who did go off, uh, I believe, even money, maybe odds on. But I said, John, pick me a winner in there. And so he goes, well, the only horse that can beat that shipper from Indiana would be the five. And uh, that's what happened. Uh, I got bet down to five to one at the end. I forget the name of the horse, but it was... Uh, Uncharacteristic. Robbie, yeah. Robbie and- Van Overshot. That's yeah. correct. The owner and trainer of Explode nominated yep. a mile. Exactly. And he ended up uh, winning. They were way ahead of everybody else. And John did a little bit of Monday wagering on that. Won the Manitoba Derby in a wager. And his first starter at Emerald Downs this year, Temple Secret, was a mm. winner a couple of weeks mm-hmm. back. And, of course, Majestic Eagle nominated the mile, who we hope to see up here in a little over a week. Okay, how about this? In uh, Post positions for sprints this year, 
outside of post seven in sprints, that's anything from four and a half to six and a half furlongs at Emerald Downs this year, one for 66. Jeez. Number eight post position is 0 for 41 in sprints. Nine, post nine is just one for 16. And then 10 through 12 are 0 for nine combined. So it has been a real struggle for whatever reason on the outside in sprint races. Wow, that's, uh, that's a strong number. We've got uh, eight horses in the 6th on Thursday night and nine horses in the 7th on Thursday night. So, uh, And you'll be calling that 7th? Take Yeah, it will be. i got nine horses to deal with there. Uh, Mike Puich is back in the mile this year with background. The uh, well-traveled son of Kozan, mostly in the Midwest, doing very well as a four-year-old. Mike has had 11 starters in the last 10 years in the Long Acres Mile. So uh, himself and Dr. Di Domenico and Glenn Todd, uh, who he's been associated with, have uh, supported this race really well. Background owned by Bob and Molly Rondo. Vince? Okay, um, race one on Sunday. Guess who's back in? Mike Mann's goal. Oh, yeah. Making his first start for new owner-trainer John Parker and Candy Kreiderman. He's in for a $7,500 tag. He's 7 to 5 on the line. That's a five-horse field race one Sunday, August 8th. Come on out and see the all-time leading winner at Emerald Downs, Mike Mann's Gold. Yeah. Who'd you say was riding? Um, I forget. Oh, okay. But it's it's first start for John Parker and uh, yeah. Candy Cryer. It can't be Kevin Radke because he's right. out and he's ridden him the first three. Yeah, Radke. I want to say Alex Cruz picked up the ride. Okay. That is Sunday. Uh, I got it right here. It, uh, yeah, you're right. Alex Cruz on Mike Mann's Gold on Sunday. 26 Emerald Downs wins. In uh, research at the end of Long Acres, the horse we found with the most wins at that track was Free the Gold with 28. And he won, uh, he had some streak. Of course, you have to, to win that many races. I think he Boy, won. Boy, that horse was nine, something else. Yeah. Nine different seasons, nine he, straight seasons. He but, was, he was kind of a, a front runner but not necessarily on the lead and he was tough as nails <laughs> down the lane i remember that and he was in a lot of barns too mm-hmm. i believe by green grass green right i believe so uh anyway that's good uh in two-year-old races of which we're going to get back into this weekend uh favorites have been doing well in two-year-old races they've won seven of the ten the first six and then we had a couple of prices on uh stake day there uh, when we ran the two-year-old stakes and then the most recent uh, two-year-old race last weekend, Enchanting Way, was bet down to favoritism. That daughter of Harbor the Gold was very impressive to win. But, uh, yeah, and the stakes, uh, well, Cobra Jet was a big favorite in uh, the King County. And then Slack Tide paid, what, she paid about 7-1, to one, didn't she, in the Yes, NCC. she did. Uh-huh. We got to drinking from Jennifer Nunley was about 9-1. to one. And Decimate, Howard Belvoir's impressive juvenile colt uh i think he was six to one six to one right seven out of ten anyway two-year-olds vince okay uh sunday august 15th is not only long acres mile day it's also someone's birthday you know who that is joe august 15th i don't it is galen mitchell okay our former all-time leading writer is going to turn 59 on august 15th i understand galen's still down in southern california he's been passed by juan gutierrez Mm mm-hmm but Galen's 1,419 wins still ranks second here. He's still number one in stakes wins with 80, and he did yeah. win a couple of miles. Do you remember which one, Joe? He was the first to win two miles at Emerald Downs. He won with Ed Nader in 2000, and he won with that fantastic ride aboard assessment in 2009. From the 12-hole. That's right. Very good. The first Emerald Downs 
two-time mile winner. Gary Bay is, of course, the number one all-time in Long Acres Mile And victories. while I'm saying that, I believe tomorrow, August 6th, we're recording this on the 5th, is Juan Gutierrez's birthday. He'll be okay. 52. Yeah, boy, time marches on. Uh, the last 11 Long Acres Miles, we've had five favorites win and four second favorites win. So it's been fairly predictable that way, With uh, and you're talking about bigger fields, too. All uh, right. Uh, anything else, Vince? That's about it okay. for me. All right. Um, let's see. I wrote some. Can I read my... Uh, oh, I got one thing while okay. you're looking. Bryson Butterfly, who started the year here, is now riding at Indiana Grand and has finished in the money on a couple of big long shots, 40 to 1 and 50 to 1 in the last few days. Good for him. And another twist of fate last year was the first winner in Long Acres Mile history, 85 runnings. The first winner to not have a previous start in that calendar year. So he'd been off. Uh, from he'd, the Preakness he'd been in off, you know, 2018, I believe. Exactly. It did not or, deter our friend John White, remember, from... Or, 2019 Preakness. Preakness yeah. in 2019, yeah. right. Uh, John White still liked him a yeah. lot. And, he, you know, for a fav big favorite, he paid 440 I think, which you and I wouldn't be that interested in. But for... Got that chart right here. Uh, exactly. 440 Good call. Six to five favorite. He oh. won like he should have paid 240 though. It was an impressive win. He looked like a winner every step yeah. of that race. So the... Previously, Is It In Good in 1996 had had only one start in the calendar year and he had won an allowance at uh, del mar about three weeks before the mile something like that and then of course came back up here to win the mile for mike Let's see, do we got any horses in that situation this year uh, i don't think so very limited starts i don't either uh, yeah not off the top of my head i don't think no okay well that's that so uh mr marlow won trivia last time around the question was yeah i'm just fumbling the papers here Name the most recent Long Acres mile winner to end his mile winning season unbeaten. You know, I think I might know that. Okay. It goes back a ways? Not that far. Oh, okay. Because I know uh, Chinook Pass, didn't he go? He wasn't unbeaten the year. Okay, ago. no, that was his final career start. Is yeah, what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I got mixed I up. I think before the 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 right answer, I think it might have been Trooper Seven in uh, nineteen eighty one. Oh yeah, he was five for five. Yeah, that he year. was five for five. But the answer is Striker PhD four for four in twenty fifteen. Very good. Yeah, I yeah. should have known that. Yeah, Mr. Marlowe gets that. There were several correct submissions, and uh, he won the drawing. So, uh, congratulations to him, Striker PhD undefeated in his Long Acres mile winning season, his second season of 2015. And we were just talking, the last Washington bred to win the mile was Striker That's PhD. That's right. There haven't been that many. Let's see. Uh, here's a question for you. Send your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com. What Long Acres mile had the highest cumulative earnings of all the starters? So you got... Big fields and a lot of the miles add up the start, add up the career earnings on mile day. Which mile had the highest cumulative career earnings among all the starters? Send your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com. That's not an easy one. I think I might know it. That's not an easy one. So uh, Vince is not going to give out the answer. That's it for Horse Racing Northwest. Vince, uh, 
a lot happening over the next couple weeks, and we're going to enjoy yep. it all. We'll be back next week for a mile edition. That's right. Thanks for listening to Horse Racing Northwest.